welcome back to The Hive. And uh, today we're going to be talking about values and behaviours. And to do that, um, welcome back Lorna Leeson and Joe Dodds. And um, I guess the challenging question, and I'm sure many of us might be on the receiving end of this question, is um, surely we just need to put values and behaviours um, onto the back burner for the time being? Don't we just ignore them um, in the current climate and focus on survival and just doing the things that we need to do to to get through this together um so the question really and i'll ask you lorna first are our values and behaviors an unnecessary luxury in the current climate <laughs> what do you think i'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> yes and then we'll finish the video <laughs> don't need them yeah that's it then. Off go. next topic <laughs> yeah um we talked about this from day one if you want the thing that is rallying people in organizations and creating trust and calming uh, people down and helping them focus and therefore still deliver results is a connection to organizational purpose um and your values are um how we you know deliver to our purpose your behaviors are how you bring your values to life day to day so there's that strong thread doesn't change um how you do things and the um um the things that are important to you as you do them are almost even more important when the stuff that you're talking about is human lives health making decisions that really impact um, the whole of human beings, ethical decisions, decisions that are really hard. You don't throw your values and behaviours out the window just because you've got some really tough decisions to make. In fact, that's why you have them in the first place. You beat me that's to it then. That's exactly what I was just going to say, that last bit as well. I mean, if they're, if they're well-defined, if they have been, if you've gone through a process of clearly defining what your values are and they are robust and they are there to help deliver your organisational purpose or strategy, then they are absolutely what will guide your decision making and your behaviours. If, on the other hand, your organisational values were kind of dreamt up in a, a jacuzzi on a weekend away day or were still um, imported from the CEO's previous company, Lock, Stock and Barrel. Pulled out of a hat. You know, or the values, bingo. Um, then, yeah, they're not, they are simply words on a poster. And mm -hmm. when they're like that, um, they're mm -hmm. serving, they, they've never served any useful purpose when they're just like that. Um, and so at the moment they don't. So maybe the time is to say, well, if that's the sort of value set you have, maybe the time is right mm -hmm. to review and reconsider and think about, are they mm -hmm. fit for purpose and do we need some new ones? Joe, what's your take? Well, on if you think about the whole organisational integrity piece that we talk about at Engage for Success around the four neighbours employee engagement, the whole point is that is how things are supposed to be around here. And if push comes to shove and they're not how things are around here, as you've said, then that's, you know, they're the wrong, because it's not really even about defining it. It's what you're saying about behaviours, Lorna, isn't it? It's about if the way we do stuff around here is this, you know, it should carry on being this, whatever else is going on around us, because that's who we are. But if there's that difference, if, you, if um, it all goes horribly wrong, then you realise, as you just said, Joe, that it, that that they were dreamed up and and they were aspirational values, maybe, but they've never been the real values of the organisation, you know, mm. as exhibited by that sort of behaviour. And and so I guess people, 
uh, you know, will find out at the moment if they haven't already <laughs> whether their values <laughs> are actually consistent or their behaviours and values and behaviours are consistent with what they thought by how they're behaving now, you know, in a crisis. If you remember, we talked, I think, on one of the other videos about an organisation years ago saying to us at Engage Success that uh, they were going through a restructure and so they were going to stop all their engagement activity while they did the restructure. And it was just like a head-in-hands moment, you know, that that's when you need to ramp it up, not stop it. And it's the same principle, isn't it? That if you've got the right values and behaviours and you're exhibiting them all the time, then they help you to get through these difficult times. You don't actually pause them. Mm. and behave in a different manner mm. yeah. we must we must just comment on the fact that you're sitting outside in the garden at the moment, <laughs> Joe, because yes. really we are this will position this particular episode of the hive forevermore as the middle <laughs> of our unbelievable heat wave in the uk yes exactly that uh, only nice to see you flexible working to the uh, you know <laughs> nth degree this is the only way Indeed. I'd be able to do any work. If I was in the house, I'd be sort of lying on the floor. Yeah, and we are, we are treating you like an individual, Joe, and being absolutely fine with that being how you need to work today. Exactly. Absolutely. If only I've got my clothes yeah. adjusted properly. There you go, it looks better now. <laughs> you know how I feel about the concept of professionalism. Um, so I think the thing that is really interesting that we've just been saying, though, and I was reflecting as you were talking, is that this is, this, these times are a bit of a stress test for values. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it's really easy. Let's take the value that I think a lot of businesses have, which is we care about our people. Our people are important to us. That might be in you know, values bingo. It's quite an easy one to shove in. And it's easy for that to feel lived in an organization in times of um, steadiness and security and growth. Mm. And if that is your value and it's felt like one because it's been easy to, to adhere to it and now you're having to restructure or make some tough decisions, then now's the time to go, well, if we really do believe that, how do we make these decisions with that value at its heart? Because if we're not doing that, we should probably chuck it in the bin. But it, and it yeah. doesn't mean that you have to hold back from making tough decisions because God knows, you know, yeah. every organisation business has to make tough decisions at some point or other. And, and, and mm. you know, now is absolutely clearly where that's yeah. going on. But it can be, it can guide how you make that decision. It can guide how you treat people who are going to be impacted by those decisions and how, you know, rather than, it just paying lip service to it in which case it then does become very shallow and very hollow and very very easily seen as being just words on the wall Mm. yeah and I'll give you a live example from today actually so I've been in some I've had a real variety like crop up a pick a mix of a day today but conversation um about whether or not um to be applied earlier on today and it was getting quite technical and getting quite um commercial and um, and then I said, let's just stand back and look at this from the human point of view. What's the impact of doing these, these, these following these two or three different routes that we're talking about on the individual? And is that going to guide our thinking in any way here? And should it? And we all agreed, actually, yes, it should. And it helped clarify the decision. And it was easier to make a decision as to what we did next. Mm-hmm. And it kind of cut a lot of the, the- theoretical toing and froing back and forth because it refocused you on a guiding principle that everyone could, could adhere to. And isn't that one of the kind of key purposes of Absolutely. values? Absolutely. Mm. We, we always talk about how values without behaviours are meaningless because it's the behaviours that are the practical demonstration of those values being lived. Um, but also that behaviours aren't a straitjacket. 
they're not a rigid you must do this this way you must do this this way they are a kind of guidelines they're a framework they're a, a sort of moral compass practical compass i don't know, call it what you yeah. like you know guide guiding light to help yeah. guide those decisions rather than rigidly sort of force people down a particular route and create a whole load of corporate clones because that clearly isn't isn't the right way. yeah so yeah so if you if you need to look at your values and ask yourself well are they fit for purpose um then that again i think gives us the opportunity to remember the need to talk to our people because a, a good set of organizational values on the one hand has to support your purpose and your strategic direction but they have to be grounded in truths they have to be grounded in truths about the business that are relevant and meaningful to your audiences your people your external audiences and your internal audiences and i would argue as well that they should have some ambition in them and some headroom for growth so that they don't have to be 100% true everywhere, but you need to be able to sort of see that these are being lived and demonstrated in certain places and give mm. people to aim towards. And what better way to capture an input to that process than to talk to your people and listen to employee voice and mm. see what your, you know, um, distill and assess what your, your workforce believe to be the values that make your organization effective and that they will mm. they can align themselves to absolutely and to see that as being so important that it cuts through all of the sort of challenge at the moment because that you could argue is one of the reasons that people would say let's put that to one side and just make difficult decisions by sort of bulldozing through it because we haven't got time to consult people um, but actually as we know and we talked about when we were looking at things like redundancy quite often including the people that are going to be affected in these discussions actually gets you a much better result all round at the end of it so um, mm. I guess that could be one of the reasons why people would say they're not going to sort of take employee voice on board because it just elongates a process or makes it more complicated or whatever but like we've said this sort of benefit of doing that is is so much um, you know it should should sort of over balance i can't even say explain what i'm trying to say but yeah, it should, should be more important counterbalance yeah. it yeah, yeah or whatever yeah but of course it doesn't take that long now to listen to employee voice with so much kit and tech and everything around it's very easy to get a, get a sense of what what matters to people very 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 quickly so are we are we of a view no do not throw your values and behaviors out with the covid19 bathwater. <laughs> yeah see we could have said that at the beginning and stopped the video we knew that <laughs> no in fact that could be our new approach what 30 second guidance from the hive team no yes. don't do that yeah that's, that's wrong week. That's now people who've um, listened to us and built some trust around it we can just give them the answer <laughs> the answer is no please move on i can see i can see why people are asking the question because we are still um in fact we are more than ever and, and i think this is what we're going to move on to talk to in the next episode but we're, we're more than ever doing the you know the, the covid conga around around the room and some people feel like they're at the tail ends of it getting thrown off to stretch my ridiculous analogy even further that's and it's a great can, analogy i love it it the covid conga you hear it'll it be, here first it'll be one of those bingo words soon everyone will be using it but for I, now it's very unique. And i'm gonna little tent tm it um so it's my ip um I just think it's really easy to feel overwhelmed and to think we haven't got time to do that. That's peripheral, but it is a really helpful compass 
by which to make some very difficult decisions and to root you all. And when in times of stress, when people are kind of fragmented and in, in their own little tunnel visions, it actually does help cut through the noise and go, all right, we do all agree this though. So therefore mm. this is how we can proceed. So they, yeah. they will aid you, not, not hinder you. Yeah. Mm. Lovely. Lorna, Joe, as always, great insight. Thank you very much. The answer is no. Um, thanks for listening and, uh, and goodbye. <laughs>